Rockers, as Radio Bypass continues with our mission to bring you rock and roll music that deserves to be heard, we also continue to bring you interviews with the talented musicians creating the music. Today, we are pleased to have Bob Reynolds, Josh Egan, and Mark Slaughter from a new band called Seven Angels joining us. How are you guys? Doing great. Doing great. Excellent. Excellent. I'm glad all three of you were able to join us today and uh, fill us in on this new project. The, the Seven Angels song, I played it uh, last week, I guess it was, now last Sunday. And uh, that song smokes, guys. Ah, thank you. Thanks yeah, a lot, man. It. Appreciate really it. Really we really enjoyed doing it. So fill us in. How did how did this whole project come together? I understand um, Mark and Josh that you guys have been friends since high school. Um, so obviously you have a relationship. But how did you guys connect with Bob, and how did this whole project come together? Well, actually, um, uh, we go back a long way. All of us, Mark and I, go back since we're like you know little little punk kids in Vegas, you know, and. Uh, we were running way back then and Bob and I go back maybe 30 years and same with Jesse uh, Vasquez, the bass player. So we've done session work in LA for years and uh, we all basically met up over at the steakhouse studio eons ago. And uh, oddly enough, we ended up all living right by each other. We're all up in the Santa Clarita area. So, you know, over the years we've been like, not just, you know, uh, musician friends and working together, we're all actually like family. So it was really cool. So as we started doing the project, um, it started out originally as uh, uh, a project that we really wanted to do more of a labor of love. And we started doing all the songwriting and we started getting so busy doing other projects that we didn't have enough time to kind of complete everything. But we had started the writing process with uh, James Baker, a great guitar player and songwriter. And we went through and started writing the tunes and, and things started uh, picking up, but then we got busy, you know, and then eventually when the coronavirus hit, it finally, you know, it's sad, but at the same time, it did provide us with the time to finally put our attention back to it. So we refocused again and uh, the tracks were there and I had been talking to Mark who had uh, done the, the guitar for my wife Georgia's record. And uh, I showed Mark the tracks, and Mark's really liked them. And um, Mark said, yeah, he wanted to come in and uh, do the guitars on it. So Mark came in and really stepped it up on the guitar part. So we were originally a little more in the uh, sort of a bad company vibe, but Mark kind of took it way more into a Zeppelin sort of thing, and it just mm -hmm. really elevated the whole thing. And uh, from there, it just basically has been taking life. And... Uh, it's been really enjoyable that the whole project's back together and, and it's all on a real good footing now. And it's kind of exciting to watch it all unfold now that the record's all getting done. Right. Which is one of my questions. Is there more music to come besides just the single? <laughs> oh, most definitely. That's good. Working on the wrist right now as we speak. That's what I want to hear. That's what I want to hear more of it. Well, and Mark, how was this for you? Yeah, um, obviously, you're known, you know, from especially with Slaughter, you know, as a singer. And in this scenario, you're playing guitar. I know you've always been a guitarist too. But what was that like for you? Well, you know, it's it's one of the things that I've always done. Guitar has always been the um, kind of the normal, typical thing for me. Um, 
but uh, you know, Josh, you know, he knew he knew that I was capable, and he, you know, he sent over the track, and I heard Bob's vocal on it, and I heard the track. I thought it was really solid, and I just said, you know, I'd love to do my guitar thing on this, but it would be a little bit different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're cool with it, and he said, well, just do what you do, and if it, if it works out and everybody digs it, then we'll go with it. And so, you know, during these crazy times, I I really got into, you know, making sure that it was the old classic rock tone of what, for instance, you know, Zeppelin would do and to keep it in that side of it, and that was really where my head was at. Right. And something that wouldn't get in the way of what the the band was already doing, but just to take it to a new level. And uh, I think the end result of it is is exactly that. I think it's a really really solid track, and and uh, everybody can play their their tails off. And and you know it's just nice to work with really good musicians with uh, you know everybody's uh, heads in the right place. Sure. Exactly. Anything to exactly. add there, Bob Reynolds? Um, well, what Mark did with the guitar work on that song is it was like the icing on the cake. It really gave it the teeth that that song needed um, to take it to the next level where it was, where we always envisioned it would be. And uh, just happy to have that, that whole thing just come together like that. And, you know, the, the formula between... Josh and Mark, you know, that, that like, that's the whole groundwork for how, how this whole project really started. So, um, I'm happy to see it come to fruition. Yeah. And, and also it's kind of, um, I got to throw in, you know, it, it's pretty fun when you got a bass player like Jesse, you know, cause he's, he's like one of those guys who's just like, he's always an X factor on a lot of stuff. So when the whole band kind of finally gelled, it was kind of like this big dysfunctional group of people. That was great. It was like having brothers around all the time. You could really laugh and crack up. And that makes it a lot more fun when you do it because you're, you become like little kids again. It sure. isn't so serious and you know, you, you're doing it because you love it. And it becomes, you know, you take all of the sort of the jaded part of the business out of it. And now you're, you're all a little older, which makes it so much more cooler to be doing, you know, classic rock vibe because, you know, one, we're age appropriate, but, you know, all of us are better musicians at this point now. So sure. I think the game that everybody brings, um, you know, like I've always loved Mark's vocals and his guitars, but Mark has just, you know, turned into Beastmaster over here over the years. And same with Bob. I mean, these guys are just godlike. So it makes it so cool when you sit there and you're actually putting the tracks together. You're like, damn, man, this is really smoking. And you kind of had the hair stand up when I was listening to the tracks as we're getting into mix. It was like you knew you had you captured magic. You knew you had something really special going on, and that was the most exciting part of it. It's funny that you say your hair standing up because when I got to listen to it for the first time, um, I immediately had that same reaction. Um, I guess you could say the hairs are standing up on me too. And and actually, Bob and I go back a long time ago uh, in Chicago here, and. Um, I, I put a message out to him right away, dude. I just listened to this track. It's you know just stellar. I, I had the same feeling. It was a very special feeling immediately upon hearing that song for me too. Well, it's a great combination. It's yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
I, I just think that, you know, the key point is with it is that everybody, you know, like, like Josh says, everybody's a different player, seasoned player and know what to do and how to stay out of the way and how to, you know, as a guitarist vocalist, I know exactly what to do not to get in the way of the vocal mm-hmm. and how to do things that actually add the, you know, a, the relationship of a lot of the classic rock things were what you didn't play more than what you do play. And I think that it was really just what's best for the song. And that's what everybody was really working towards is what was best for the song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. And what, what was interesting is when it was happening, you know, Mark and I would be on the phone all the time. And, uh, you know, because, you know, being that we're in a lockdown situation, Mark right. would be on the phone and would go, hey, what do you think about this amp or this guitar? You know, and he, he knows. I mean, besides being legit in every aspect, I mean, he really is a gearhead when knowing this stuff. He'd go, what do you think about this and this? And what about this tone? And, mm-hmm. you know, and then pulling out a B-bender, Jesus, my jaw dropped. <laughs> you know, I was like, Mark knows what he's doing. It's just like years and years of knowing your shit. And it's just amazing that this guy is, like, because he's approaching it as not only a guitar player who can really shred, but he knows when to be musical about it and how mm-hmm. to enhance the tune and the vocal. That's what blew me away was like going, wow, you can really still put your signature on it, but yet leave plenty of room for for the vocal and the tune to breathe. That was, was what I was really blown away with. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and I do have to hand it to you, um, Mark, to you, Mark, and Josh, you played on it too. I got to tell you, the last Mark Slaughter record, Halfway There, excellent piece of work. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was a labor of love too. I mean, we, you know, we loved, we loved doing it. And, you know, I think that was one of the things with Josh and I is just, we really had a good time and the connection there to, to, to make, really just try to make music the best it can be. And, you know, when he approached me on this whole project, he, you know, he sent me the tracks and I was like, man, I said, I love the songs. I love where it's going. And it's just that, you know, when you're a, when you're a guitar player, it's like, just like a drummer hears the way he would play drums on something. I hear the guitar a different way than what it was being played on there. Mm-hmm. Not saying that there was anything wrong with what was there, but I just knew how to, how to add a little bit more um, oomph to it, you know? Sure. sure. And again, it's because I've been doing this a lifetime, you know? Right. Yeah, no doubt. No when doubt. It's, it's just, I think it's when all the right pieces fit too, you know, and it, I think that the the guitars, from a production standpoint, the guitars really complement the vocal. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the two just are, are just singing off each other beautifully throughout the whole track. And I mean, Bob, I mean, you know, what am I going to say? It's like I'm I'm like a, a kid in a candy store. It's like <laughs> God, you got Bob and Mark in the same band. Just shoot me now. I'm ready. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know what? And it's and it's nice because I, you know, for me. It, in my side of it, I heard his voice and I thought, well, there's nothing I would, you know, when he sent me the track is I want you to listen to this and see what you think you do with it. And the first thing I said was, I said, well, the vocal and and the track is great. I could really bring it up in guitar volume and some oomph there, but I I wouldn't change a thing. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, you know, we went in there and said, well, we got to redo this and redo that and change this. It's just, they, they had the body of it. And I just added, you know, just add the frosting to the cake. Yep. That's awesome. Exactly. And and as you guys record more stuff and work on more songs, you know, I could hear 
with Bob's voice and your voice, Mark, I could hear some nice harmonizing that you guys could do on a song. Too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, I, Josh actually said that he goes, are you going to sing along with him on this? Do you want to sing? I go, no, I mean, he, everything that was on there is what it should be. I, I don't want to go near it. Right. And again, the best, for the years of recording where I came from, it's, it's usually to, the best thing to know better is what not to do instead of just doing it because somebody gives you the freedom to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, Bob sings, he sings his butt off. It's great. So, you know, and as a singer, I can, I can sit back and go, man, you know, freaking take the mic. I'm going to sit back here and enjoy the, enjoy the ride back here for a bit. You know? <laughs> Well, that, that's what's cool because after all these years, it's like, you know, um, when I met Mark, when we were like little kids, Mark was a guitar player first, you know, that's what he was. Mark was a guitar player. We cut our teeth doing sessions and, right. you know, and he, he could shred when he was a kid. So it was kind of funny that, you know, all of a sudden, you know, as the time progressed, he became this, you know, heavy rock and roll rock star lead singer. And people kind of forgot that he was really a badass guitar player. You know, it was kind sure. of like, it was a blessing and a curse a little bit. So it's kind of nice that he gets to like, go back and be a guitar player for a minute and go back to his roots where he can have fun. I get to do my first you know? love of things. You know, the root, I, I was known as a singer, but I always loved to play guitar, you know? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I was sent a picture of you two, uh, Josh and Mark, that I think maybe you guys were high school or something, but you on guitar, Mark, and you behind the drum kit. Oh, yeah. I was in the band room at uh, Chaparral High School. Exactly. I mean, we've been playing <laughs> together, you know, it's when you, again, that's showing your age right there, you know. Right. I think I was 16 at the time and Josh was 15. He wasn't even driving yet. That's funny. But even I there, pick up in the green Ford Courier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My Pisu green Ford Courier truck that I drove everywhere. Exactly. That's cool. But even there, though, in that picture that I'm looking, I'm looking at it right now. I just pulled it up. And when you talk about your first love being the guitar, I mean, you can see the joy playing that guitar in that picture on your face. You know, it's definitely your first. Oh, love. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. It's what I, it's what I love to do, and it's. It's weird how, you know, in life you really know, don't know where you're going to wind up or what you're going to do. But I think that, you know, for the, for this, you know, for the seven angels, the whole project is really about great songs, the integrity of the songs, the classic rock sensibility. But, you know, first and foremost, it's, it's to take you to a place of the stuff that you used to love that nobody's wanting to do anymore. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to try to bring that classic rock sensibility back. We're not trying to emulate it to the point where let's, Oh my God, it sounds exactly like this or that, but there's taste of different things. There's taste of, of, of those, those bands every now and then you'll hear something go, man, that sounds just a lot like that. Some of the tonality things like, like Josh's, Again, he's a gearhead as well, you know, so you, we're looking to get the best tones out of things right. of what was current to what they were using back then instead of something that's modern and, and new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing wrong with so, that. So, you know, I, I'll use an old B-Bender, you know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, well, cool. that's why right. you got to have a you got to have a closet full of gear, you know, and you kind of collect <laughs> it. 
and 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 you'll never know. You go, ah, why did I get this? And all of a sudden, you hear the track, and you go, ah, that's why I bought this. You know, <laughs> right. and then you know, it's all becomes clear. And you never should get rid yeah. of things because everything old becomes new again at some point. Yeah, exactly. or you miss oh, it yeah. because you're in love with it a lot more than you thought it was. You know, right. Yeah. And just like this, and it kind makes of, those long nights on eBay hunting for the gear all worth it. You know, waiting <laughs> yes, right. for exactly. him to win an auction. <laughs> you know? Exactly. You always wanted that '68 Deluxe Reverb. You know, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's funny. Well, so what's so what's the deal? Um, you know, we got the COVID thing. Obviously, probably makes it hard for you all to be in one room to record a record organically that way. But are you working on recordings, flying tracks back and forth, or anything? That's pretty well, much what point, we're doing. You know. Yeah, if we get right, to the point where where we're writing more material, I I really do want to all be in the same room for that because. You know, that's where the ideas bounce off the walls and, you know, come really quickly. When you try and do it long distance, it just doesn't have the same magic. But we'll get to that bridge when we get there, I guess. Um, you know, everybody's just trying to stay healthy because nobody still knows what's going on. And, know. Um, you know, obviously nobody's playing anywhere till at least next year. Yeah, so I heard even. Kinda, safely, safely at this point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I was hearing something about European festivals might allow Americans there for next year, but um, a lot of it, I think I even heard 2022 now even. So I don't know. Yeah, I saw a map of where Americans can actually fly, and I think it's like Albania and like, you know, I think Africa and the United Kingdom and every other place, including the Bahamas, is off limits for Americans. So, I mean, we're... We're definitely landlocked right now, so there's not going to be much of us going around anywhere. Right. Well, that, that's know. why I was but wondering. It's pretty amazing, though. What's amazing? Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's just pretty pretty amazing, though, at this point, though, given all of, all of this is happening, that we're actually able to still be this creative where, you know, like Bob, Bob and Jesse and I all live around the corner from each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're literally like within a mile of each other. Right. So we, we get to see each other and Mark is in Nashville and we're planning on getting a drive out there and seeing Mark real soon. But, you know, until that can happen, it's been great because you have the technology that you wouldn't have had 20 years ago or 30 years ago. You know, we can be on cell phones and we're literally uploading files and we're, you know, FaceTiming and we're on video and we're talking back and forth to each other constantly. And, and it's, it's pretty much in real time that everything is happening because mark's got a beautiful studio and he's set up there and i have the studio in north hollywood and we're we're just rolling you send the tracks there you go back and forth so literally it's not much different than 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 being in the same room in some ways because you're virtually there with each other and you're doing it in pretty much real time so it's actually phenomenal how much technology is has enabled to make everybody closer and to do this Oh sure, right, right. Yeah. yeah, one of the first records that I I actually heard where they were doing that back in the day, I'll never forget it, was the duets of Frank Sinatra, and I thought, man, can you imagine that they're all in different places and recording a record together? And now it's just like, hey man, I'm sending <laughs> yeah. you a track. <laughs> it's like everybody's doing it now, you know. Yeah, but you're right. When that took place, it was it was a whole different thing than now. So it was more surprising then. 
Yeah, right. you needed a cassette. You needed a cassette. You needed a, a bubble wrap wrapper. You needed a stamp. It took five days. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Oh, and you and you're hoping that when you carry it through the airport, that they would allow you to take your tapes through wrapped in tin foil without them making sure that the, you know it didn't go through the X-ray machine X-ray. and right. screw up your tracks. I mean. That was that was the other thing when we were working with tape. It was a totally different thing, you know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right, and and, and yeah. I and I agree. I mean, I, I'm glad the technology's there, and that's why I was, you know, I sometimes I do still think the, the best sounding records though are when everybody's playing together in one place. But there's nothing wrong with the technology at all. You can still make a great sounding record, um, and that's why I was wondering if that's maybe what you guys had planned, given that. Uh, California, I think, is still a red state. T- t- Tennessee still a red state. So to get together doesn't seem yeah. super likely. So I thought, well, maybe, hopefully, yeah. you guys will still pull this off, you know, even if it is remotely. Well, yeah. and that's what we're going to have to do right now, you know. Mm-hmm. But we are planning to get back more than likely. I think it's going to be more feasible. We'll all come back and raid Mark's, you know, place. Mark will open up the door one day. Hey, bud, we're here. You know. <laughs> So, you know, I have a feeling that at some point we're all going to eventually get together and do that. But until then, you know, like if the, if the boat ain't sinking, you know, keep keep floating on it. Right. Exactly. Yep. I, yeah. So, where do you go back with Bob in there in the in the Chicago area? How did you guys know each other? So, uh, may, maybe Bob hasn't told you his uh, his his story, but um, way back when we were, well, I guess all of us, because I think we're all around the same age. So, when we were all young guys, um, Bob had uh-huh. a kick ass band called Grave Danger, and they played. Right. It was before that. It was well, before that. It was probably before it was, that. It was before that. I just always it was fierce heart. I was in fierce heart. I just and, always uh, remember we, we did a radio interview. Yeah, right with Rex. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. But I just always remember. I guess I just have Sam on my brain, uh, Bob, which is his old bass player, because <laughs> um, I just remember hauling down to I think Haywires uh, as I drove him there or something. I don't know. But anyway, but Bob had this great band, and he's right, Fierce Heart as well, which was also a great band. Um, and then Grave Danger should have had an album out on MCA Records, but um, it didn't happen, unfortunately. But a great mm-hmm. record and probably one of the best versions of a Sly and Family, Family Stone song you could ever hear, I Want to Take You Higher, done by Grave Danger, was awesome. So anyway, Bob, uh, I I used to be on the radio. That's what kind of led me now to this podcast because I don't do the radio anymore. And Mark, we used to feature a lot of your music on my old radio station, um, both from Vinny Vincent and from Slaughter, both. Um, Yeah. In fact, fact, Vinny came to the radio station once and and hung out with me for a little bit. But um, but anyway, I used to do the radio show and um, and then I got out because I was no longer able to just play what I want to play. And uh, that's important to me because I'm in it. I, I don't care about me. I care about the music. And if I can't play the music I love, then I'm really not interested in being in the radio. But um, but that's why I started doing the podcast. Though, is I had a lot of people that used to listen to my radio show for years bugging me. Man, I miss you turning us on to all these bands and this and that. And so I thought, well, no radio station will support 
that kind of music anymore. In fact, even legacy artists, as I'm sure you know, can rarely get a new song uh-huh. added. Right. So I'm like, you know what? No, maybe no, I'll you just, can. Yeah. Maybe I'll just do a podcast and see how that goes. So I started doing this about three and a half years ago, and and I wasn't sure anybody would listen or like it, but uh, they are digging it, and it's given me an opportunity to not only play Chicago bands like I used to do in Bob's uh, days when he was still here, but, you know, playing a lot of unknown acts uh, from around the world that are good. And, and when we were talking about this cl- classic rock sound, I'm very excited that there are a few, not a ton, but there are a few younger bands that are playing this kind of music again. It's pretty, it's kind of exciting actually. Um, yeah, there there is, and it, but it's really. And, but I think in the in the side for us, it's in the songwriting, you know, that to keep it in, within the songwriting realm too of what is important, you know. Oh. And I think that there there's some of these bands that are emulating a lot of the earlier bands really really well. But I think that you know, again, I think the songs are good, but I think that the songs could, you know, as a as a producer side, I can look at it and go, the song could be stronger. Sure. When this, yeah. when this track came to me, I was like, "This, that's a killer track, and the vocal's great, and the rhythm section's great. I just, you know, let me just do my thing on it. It's cool." And you know, again, that's that's the the cool part of it is being able to just kind of step into something that was already kick ass. Right. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, but you know, the young bands though too. I mean, when you say the songwriting, the songs could be stronger. Not, I don't disagree, but I, I still have a lot of hope though because they are young. You know, they as they well, they've got to learn. They've got to learn that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But if you listen to Zeppelin and you look at the bands, uh, you know, Sabbath and all these other bands, if you look about the age of what these guys were doing it, you know, they were, they were pretty young when they were doing it too. Oh, that's true. So it's kind of like, we just, we need to get, you know, it needs to be in something that it really is themselves doing it. And, and that that songwriting is just a natural thing instead of emulating something, yeah, you know? Yeah, I, I get you. And, uh, and that's, that's really what I'd love to see with, with, you know, new artists is uh, the, the integrity of the songs to go the whole distance ultimately. Right. You know? And I love to hear, I'm working with a couple of, you know, young artists as well, but you know, that's the thing that I'm trying to point out is more of the song is the most important part of all this. Mm-hmm. And it's not the lead and, Guitar players all want to lead, and you know, drummers all want to, you know, do their thing. But it, it's how the marriage and the dance of that song works together is the most important part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're not wrong. I agree with you. Serve the song. Yeah, that's right. And, and I think earlier you guys were mm-hmm. saying about leaving some space too, and 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 that is something that sometimes musicians do kind of forget sometimes they overplay or they fill in too much and there's not room for the song to breathe well as a guitar player you noodle and you get it out of your system that's what i always do when i have a track (laughs) i noodle over the track the whole time just play it once figure out where the changes are noodle away and then come back to it okay now let's get let's be growing up now (laughs) <laughs> yeah, put on my grown-up pants and you know and then and then really just approach it in a different way but at least you get it out of your system it's kind of like the write and delete thing you say what you want to say and then you can come back to it and go okay now what is the right thing to say what is it that i'm trying to do here you know right 
and, 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 you know, one, and one more point I think to make too, is especially being a new band, but it's a, it's a veteran, uh, group of musicians, you know, cause we're all like veterans of studio work and, you know, we all got 30, 40 plus years on each of us, you know, right. uh, experience. It, it's, it's nice for the listener where it's, it's, it's age appropriate for the band to be doing classic rock and what we're doing because we are that. I mean, we are older, established musicians that are coming out and kicking ass. Right. That's basically it. You know, we learned we learned our shit. We 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 try and play it the best we can and bring something to it. And we're all mature enough to know, you know, how to the give and take and how to have mature musical conversations and be true to what we are as musicians. And and there's a difference when, you know, when I was 20 trying to play it to now being mid 50s, and you go, yeah, I've lived it. You know, it, like when you sing a note, you're really singing it when you're when you when you've lived it. And it's that sort of thing that it's an, even though it's a new band and it's new to the listener, it has an authenticity to what's being done in it. And I think that's what's really cool because when you listen to radio, we all love hearing Bad Company and Zeppelin and ACDC, but you can only hear it so many times until you're going, you want to hear something new. You exactly. want to hear something that invokes that, but it's new. And I, and, and I, and I get, I get more enjoyment that the fact that the, that the band is mature versus if we were 20 in doing this, where it wouldn't be, to me, wouldn't be as sincere mm-hmm. as being where we're at now in our life in doing it. Gotcha. Well, I'm glad you guys decided to come together and do this. I can tell you that. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, we're real, real glad that you're uh, playing it and turning people on to it and, you know, again, music is 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 all of our lives, not just ours, but for you, it's been a staple that you know it makes us all happy, gives us wings to fly, and you know, certainly without that, I I wouldn't be the person I am, you know, being able to make a living off this, and and you know, now it's just really the love of it, you know, and it, where it all started is about the love of the music, and it's not a money grab. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, that's the key point that, you know, you, you get to a point where like, how am I going to make this work? And finally you go, you know what, man, I'm going to, I'm going to do it because I love to do it and, and, and get it out there. And because, you know, just like the, the, the listeners that listen to this track for the first time, for us, it's the same thing when you hear music that really just takes you, you know, you're having a tough day and you want to hear something that just makes you go, you know what, man, there's hope here. I, I, I'm okay. Right. Music does that. Yes, absolutely. And has always done that for me. So I, I think that's the, the key point with, with, with all of us is that's where we came from. And we just want to keep that torch alive and keep it out there where people can really, you know, brighten their day and, and smile a little bit. I think that's a great sentiment, Mark. Yeah. Thank you. So, guys, before we uh, wrap things up, is there anything else we should know? Is there, is there anything I should have asked you that I haven't? Anything else uh, we're missing here? The Josh, label, maybe, or, or the website? Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Uh, yeah, we had, uh, uh, I started Copa Room Records. It's uh, www.coparoomrecords.com. And uh, it's a... Uh, it's kind of a, a homage to uh, 
where we grew up in Vegas, the Copa Room at the Sands. Mm-hmm. You know, Mark and I are very familiar with that. And my father played there with Louis Prima and, you know, in the, in the heyday. And I worked there when I was older in the orchestra. And, and it was, oh, it was synonymous cool. with entertainment. Right. You know, and, and, and great entertainment. And that's what that we started the label and wanted to get this thing going because it's a voice for musicians. Because in this industry, it's very oppressive. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for musicians to actually have a true voice and be heard, you know, speaking their truth. And, you know, things become watered down and so forth. Or, you know, like you say, the money grab and all these things come in. So this is a way that it was a, a platform for musicians to be able to get their music out and in its entirety. And that was the motivation I've been working for a long time on making this happen. So mm-hmm. with the studio where we're at, uh, and the roster of artists we have, it's wonderful. Um, we've been doing very, very well for Upstart right now. And we're trying to get that going. And I've uh, been promoting, uh, actually, George Avani. My wife has a great record out. And uh, Mark had played guitar. And it's basically Seven Angels on that as well. Mm-hmm. And um, so, once again, it's just trying to trying to get good music out and get it to people that are that are needing it. You know, I think a lot of the things right now are fast food. Yeah. And it, it's very much prefab music. And I think people are really searching for something deeper, and they're missing the soul of what music brings to people. Mm-hmm. And we're really trying to do that right now, bring bring back the heart and soul of people and in the world and get people back thinking of, you know, emotions. I think people become too detached from social media and everything else, people have become pretty hardened and detached. Very much and so. music, I think, is... It is. And I, I think music impassions people. It definitely does change the world. It changes the hearts of people. And so when you see somebody singing their heart out and, and speaking their truth, it does resonate with people. And I think that's what we really need. And, and musicians and artists need a platform where they can be heard so that, the, you know, the monster doesn't come and, you know take that away from them because you know that's our god-given right as artists we all have a right to speak uh, and have our voice heard sure well, that's pretty cool i'm glad you started this label then. amen josh well, i appreciate it thank you yeah it's a little impassioned but i really do believe it you know i believe it's people need to be heard too many people don't have a voice right now and i think people need to be heard mm-hmm I agree. And I could hear you're compassionate about it in your tone of voice, so I know you're sincere. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Well, no, you know, the thing is, we, we love what we're doing. We're very passionate about it, and everybody involved in this is, we're friends, you know. Everybody genuinely loves each other and cares about each other, you know. And and it was, this is where it's coming from. Nobody in this was like, hey, we're going to get rich and start a band. Or, you know, right. this was everybody's like, we love doing this and we're all genuinely care about each other. And it's enjoyable to do something positive mm-hmm. and put something out nice in the world. We're considering there's so much ugliness in the world right now. It's nice to do something on the good side. Yes, for sure. For sure. And we all need a lot of hope right now, too. So positive messages are good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's the key point. And, you know, we can't thank you enough for having us on and, and, uh, you know, ultimately 
you know, it, it takes, you know, the love of the music to, to carry it on to other people. And that's how music was always, you know, when you were a kid and somebody said, you got to hear the Sabbath records, it's unbelievable. That's how we were turned on to music. And that's exactly what you're doing to, uh, with your listeners. So thank you to you and to all your listeners and, uh, everybody just uh, give it a listen. However you listen to music and, uh, check out seven angels. I think you'll, uh, I think you'll have a really good time with it. And I'm going to add the track at the end of this interview, too. So if you guys missed it when I played it before, it's coming up as soon as we're done talking here, too. Awesome. All right. Thank you, Ralph. Thank you for what you're doing. It's really a pleasure. Ah, it's a pleasure meeting you guys as well. And I appreciate you all taking time out because I know we had a little bit of a, to work out a little bit of a schedule here that worked for everybody. So I appreciate you guys kind of working around my schedule. So I appreciate that a lot. Absolutely. Well, we're all out to, to make a difference and we appreciate you. So anything we can ever do for you along the way, uh, obviously just reach out you know, through Jody and, and uh, we'll certainly take care of you as well. Okay. Well, just get me about nine more songs. Okay. And then I'll be happy. <laughs> well, that's, we're all, we're all, you know, as soon as we uh, pick up an instrument it's already starting. So I'm, I mean, it's just kind of one of those things of we just got to sit down and be quiet for a minute. That's right. Yep. All right, guys. Well, we've been talking with a band called Seven Angels. If you haven't figured that out by now, my thanks to Josh Egan, Mark Slaughter, and Bob Reynolds for taking the time to fill us in on their new band. And uh, looking forward to more new music to come from Seven Angels. Thanks a lot, guys. Hey, thank, thank you, you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Ralph. So there you have it. That's my conversation with Mark Slaughter, Josh Egan, and Bob Reynolds from last night, filling us in on this great new band they've got, Seven Angels. And as promised during the interview, I'd like you to hear the Seven Angels song, even if you did hear it when I played it last week. This song bears repeated listening again and again and again. So again, my thanks to Mark, Josh, and Bob for joining Radio Bypass last night. And here is Seven Angels with seven angels.
with an angel. 